Um, and uh, so today's episode, I'm going to talk about the top 10 things that I've learned as a physical therapist in working with clients. And hopefully this can help you if you ever have to go for physical therapy or um, are, are struggling with an injury and you want to uh, feel stronger and wondering why it's not working. Um, and these are just helpful tips, hopefully, that will help keep you moving forward. If you've ever wondered how to keep yourself and your kids happy, healthy, and strong for life, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Move Better with the Cheer PT. I'm Laura Turner, a physical therapist and a strength coach, also a former cheerleader and cheerleading coach, and I'll be teaching you how to embrace movement, fitness, and a healthy lifestyle so you can keep up with your kids, reduce injuries, and have fun in all aspects of your life. Thank you for listening. Cheers to you. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome back to Move Better. Uh, it has been a while and I'm excited to be back and talking with you again. Um, I, I have taken a break and just kind of regrouped. It's been a busy fall into winter and I hope everybody is doing well. If you don't know me, I'm Laura Turner. I'm a a physical therapist and a strength coach, and I own Move Better Physical Therapy and Fitness. And we do work virtually as well as in person to help you stay active and moving and uh, get keeping going through your journey of life. Um, and uh, so today's episode, I want to talk about the top 10 things that I've learned as a physical therapist in working with clients. And hopefully this can help you if you ever have to go for physical therapy or um, are, are struggling with an injury and you want to uh, feel stronger and wondering why it's not working. Um, and these are just helpful tips, hopefully, that will help keep you moving forward and um, getting back to doing what you want to be able to do. I did take notes so that I can stay on track and make sure we hit all 10 points. All right, number one, and these aren't in any order. Um, they're just my, my musings. Uh, if you don't do the work at home, you won't see the results. You have to put the work in. Uh, I'm not a believer in giving a thousand exercises for your home program. I think it's important to find the right couple of them that you're going to do consistently and that yeah, you're going to stick with as you move forward in, in your journey. And some you may stick with all the time and some may, you know, may do sometimes one day and sometimes the other. But if you don't actually do the work, you won't see the help because you come into fit to therapy for maybe at two hours a week or 90 minutes a week. And there's a whole lot of other time outside of there. It's the same thing with going to the gym. If you don't go to the gym or you don't do the exercise or you don't do the work around your house, it's not going to get done. So you won't see results. So you have to do the work. Um, and you should always have a home program, even if it's just one exercise, you should have something to be able to work on at home. A lot of times I just get breathing. People are like, that's it. Yeah, you got to own your breathing first. Um, so do your one exercise, do it regularly, start to earn it and own it. And you will definitely see results if you start to do that. Number two, if you move too quickly through an exercise, you're not going to know, um, you won't get all the full benefits. So uh, there are times when you need to train for speed and there are times when you need to train slower. As you're learning an exercise and you're starting to uh, master that and you're, and you're doing the exercise so that you create better movement, you need to experience what it feels like. Can you feel where it's stretching? Does it feel like it's getting fatigued? Are you feeling the work in the right place? If you're doing squats and you're feeling pain, 
soreness or, or work in your upper back, that's not right. Uh, um, if you're feeling a pinching, that's not okay. Um, and if sometimes we just power through things to get it done, but if, if you slow down and you really are focused on the form and how you feel while you're doing it, you'll notice a bigger change. And then when you're um, doing something I, like step-ups, if you're mindful about it and you're creating the push-off and the, and the contraction through your quads and your glutes and your hamstrings, you're going to feel the work. And then as you create that motion through your ankle and all the rest of it, and you get better at it, you might be able to go a little quicker. And sometimes you can do five slow and five fast just to train your body different, but start off slow. Know what the exercise is meant to feel like and get to know it and, and feel what you're doing as you're going. Number three, more is not better. Better is better. That just because you do a thousand repetitions doesn't mean that's going to help make you stronger. Sometimes we need to just do one or two repetitions of solid quality reps that you're feeling in the right place, that you're working the right muscle and you're, you're working what you're trying to get stronger or stretch or whatever. If you push too far into a stretch, the muscle's going to recoil and get tighter. If you do too many reps and your bot and your brain isn't ready for that and your muscle's not ready for that, your body's going to uh, recoil again and say, nope, I don't want to do that. And they're going to, it's going to spring back and make things could make things worse. It's definitely not going to help. Um, so, you know, it's not always better. You want to listen to what, again, listen to what your body is telling you, know what it's feeling like and go to that point where it's, it's, if it's a stretch, it's a nice moderate stretch, not a intense aggressive stretch. If it's a strengthening exercise that you're feeling it in the right place and that you, you're stopping when you're fatigued and physical therapy exercises, I think are different than straight, uh, strength exercises. They, we do want to work to fatigue when you're strengthening and you want to challenge it a little bit, but if you're, if the fatigue is causing you to compensate, uh, and, uh, substitute using another muscle or, or pattern, that's going to actually feed dysfunction. So when you're strength training, you want to work to fatigue as long as you can maintain control. When you're doing your PT exercises, part of the, the part of the process is learning that control. So you may only do just a few exercises to keep you um, in the uh, right range and keep you moving forward. Um, so more is not better, better is better. A um, a big number four is one of my biggest. Um, you have to believe what you, you're doing is going to help. Um, if you, uh, we've been, we found that you know over the years when I started, we were doing ultrasound almost with every patient. But through the years of in research, research has shown that ultrasound doesn't really do much of anything. Ultrasound, if you don't know what it is, it's um, meant to, it's a, you, it's a heating device that we use to warm the tissue up. And it's just been shown that it really doesn't do much as by way of changing what we thought it did. There are still a lot of people that feel they get benefit from ultrasound and they still choose to, they still ask to have it. At, there are times when I put my feet down and I'm stubborn and say, no, I'm not doing it with you because it doesn't do anything. Those people don't get better. <laughs> they they want that ultrasound, and the people that that choose to have it, and then I that I recognize like 
this is this they they feel this helps them so it's going to help them if you believe something is going to help you it's going to help if you the same is true in the opposite if you don't believe that it's going to help it's definitely not going to help i've worked with so many people that come in who don't they're they're really skeptical that physical therapy can do anything for them whether it's their back pain neck pain anything um you know, one, one girl just said, no, this is not going to help. I just have to live with this for the rest of my life. That was her first thing out of her mouth. And she agreed to try it for a little bit and she didn't get better. So we didn't continue because if you don't believe in it, it's not going to help. And you have to believe that what you're doing is going to help. And if you truly don't think that your physical therapy is going to help, find something else. You have to, you have to believe in it. You have to trust your gut and and trust what you feel is is right. Um, I can tell you what I can offer you, but you it ultimately it comes down to you. It's a it's your body, and you have to believe in what you're doing. And number five, motion is lotion. <laughs> I hear that all the time. I don't know if you do. If you do, leave me a comment about that. Uh, creating movement helps almost everything to feel better. It helps our mood. You know, if we get up and we walk, it helps to uh, you know, kind of balance our hormones and it just kind of brightens the day when we can move well, um, or even just getting out and creating some movement it helps our body comp- composition. It helps our digestion. It helps our circulation. Um, as we get older and stiffen up motion usually will help create, uh, less stiffness and help you to feel better. Uh, that's frequently, you know, especially as we age, um, we want to create more movement through the day. Now, yes, we may lose some of that motion and need to work to get it back. But if your knees are stiff when you're sitting for a long time, move your legs a little bit before you get up so that it doesn't hurt as you move. And that creating that that motion helps to not only loosen up the joints, but it increases the fluid uh, movement through your body and helps that feel better. Movement also helps us to slow down the aging process. When we don't move, we sit or we're... uh, we're not getting up and exploring different positions, our bodies age quicker because, and we lose that motion and it's harder to do it. So keep moving and move better. (laughs) Number six, healing takes time and persistence. General healing, overall healing, like if you have a surgery or you have an injury for your tissues to heal, it on average is about six to eight weeks. That's for solid scar tissue, good scar tissue to form and heal. Actual full healing and getting back to normal can take a very long time. Sometimes it happens quick. And, uh, you know, it's it's easier when you're younger to heal quicker that you can, you know, create the motion back. Um, if you haven't had a prior injury, it's going to help you a little bit faster. You're going to heal a little faster because your body is just is used to it but it takes time and the time in physical therapy may not be the only time that you have to, to heal. You might get to a point, but I encourage people don't give up. Like there's no one, no one knows except for the higher power above and you, what your body is capable of. And if you keep doing the work and you keep working at it, it might take years, but if you're persistent, it will continue to, you will continue to improve. Um, and PT can be a, a catalyst, but ultimately it's your body and it's just going to take the time that it, that it needs to help 
heal. People ask me all the time, how long is it going to take? I can give you an estimate, but your body is your body and we can get you at one point, but you might need to keep going to create better movement uh, for yourself down the road. Number seven, insurance. This is a sticky one. Um, at Move Better, I don't, I, I'm a cat. I don't accept insurance. I don't bill insurance for you. I will give you a receipt if you want to bill yourself. It's not what this is about. Um, but this is part of my, why I chose not to uh, be an insurance provider uh, because insurance really doesn't care that if you have pain. If you're able to do normal things, what they consider normal, like getting it out of bed, going to the bathroom, making a meal, um, showering, going to work, driving a car, and you know sometimes exercise, they sometimes will give you be okay. Um, but generally they, they don't care if you can do your function, they don't care that you have pain. Sometimes we can't affect the pain. And I, and I agree with them, you know, that, that there's a level like, okay, maybe this isn't a physical therapy issue anymore. Um, and that, that is a conversation to be had, but they're really looking like, what, what can you do functionally? They don't care if you can run a marathon. <laughs> Uh, they think that's on you and that's extra. It's not functional in everyday life. It's the way it is. And uh, I sometimes can get on a soapbox preaching about how it's wrong. But ultimately, you have to be you have to make the choice if you're, you know, to to be if you can move and you can do your normal activities. Yes, running a marathon, I think is important. Not for me, it's not important. But for some people, it is important. You know, being able to get back into cheerleading would be really important for me. But that's ultimately on me. So if I can do my basic um, and I have a program that I can continue doing that, they're not going to care about it. And it's tough to hear. But I'm encouraging you. You know, if your if your physical therapy office offers the option to continue and you're willing to pay, make that choice because it will it will help you in the long run. And while we don't really treat maintenance, sometimes it's helpful to go in to do a, a one to two sessions of reassessment maintenance, like upgrade that isn't covered by insurance, but is worthwhile to you because you you'll you'll see are you making those changes and and what can you do to to keep moving on there's a lot that we can help with and uh, keeping you moving is is important um it's just you know if there's if, if your restrictions and what you think is important may not be what they think is important and that's always a bummer that's my biggest downer of the, of the talk uh number eight not every pt is right for every patient you might not gel with me. You might not like my approach. Um, and, you know, I, like I encourage people to go very slowly. I don't like to give you a thousand exercises because I want to know how each exercise is, is you're tolerating each and are you able to do it correctly? And quite honestly, I don't think we need to be exercising 70, 70 hours a week or a day. Um, you know, so you might not gel with me. I also will encourage you to get out and exercise and get to the gym. Um, and that might not be what you want to hear. Maybe you just want to have a more passive treatment. Um, you will have to do some exercise, but you know, there's a balance there. So if you don't, if you don't gel with your PT, find one that you do. Um, you know, I think it's, for me, it's important to be able to listen to you, 
to be able to take my time to really look at your whole body and put the pieces together. I love putting pieces together. But sometimes people come to me and they're like, I just want these, I just want to do these exercises. I want to go. And that's okay. I they should see somebody else because I'm not going to just throw a lot at you. Um and you know, so so find that person that you gel with, um, whether it's personality or their philosophy around movement or their philosophy in life, whatever it might be you have the right to kind of interview a little bit. Um, you have the right to interview your therapist before you see them. It doesn't happen very often. Uh, you know, in my, in move better, uh, it happens, you know, people will call me and we'll talk, we'll have a zoom call. Um, we'll talk on the phone and, you know, find out like, is this the right fit? Um, and quite frequently I refer people to other people because it, it's not the right fit. It doesn't happen in every physical therapy office, but you do have the right to, to call and get a feel for it. And if you if you feel more comfortable, go visit the physical therapy site so you know what you what to expect and is it what you're looking for. Uh, just because PT ends doesn't mean that the work ends, and it doesn't mean that your healing doesn't continue. When you finish, you will have to continue. People ask, "How long do I have to do these exercises for?" I don't know forever. <laughs> you know, um, so sometimes that's the case. Sometimes you need to do the exercises forever. Usually you can, you have a X amount of time and you'll know when you stop the exercises. Um, but if you keep them in the back of your mind and you kind of keep track of them, if something flares up, then you have access and you know what you did to help it feel better. And you can resume that on, just on your, at least to start to try it on your own. So your home exercise program doesn't end you should transition into a regular exercise routine. PT exercises being your warm up or your you know your your catalyst to start you moving there. But uh, keeping going with them is going to be important for you in the long run. So just because PT PT ends doesn't mean that's the end of your journey. Also, you maybe you come back to PT at another point in time. Maybe it's for the same body part. Maybe it's for different, you know, sometimes people have to come back and kind of get a tune-up. Um, usually it's it's a quick in and out if that's the case, but that does, but that that can happen. Um, so, you know, just if a physical therapist, we're telling you this is the end of your PT, doesn't mean it has to be the end for you. Keep doing the work. And if you need us in the future, we're always here. Um, if And we'll get to number 10. If you always do the same thing, you're always going to get the same result. Um, if you have been trying something, uh, stretching and stretching and stretching over and over and over again, I'm trying to stretch my hamstrings and they're just not getting looser. Maybe stretching isn't what you need. Um, so if, you know, maybe you need some more stability. So if you're always doing the same thing, you might need to mix it up if you're not seeing results, um, whether that's in the office or on your own exercise program. Uh, if you're always doing the same lat exercise, you're always going to get the same results. You have to mix your training up. Um, if you're lifting, you've got to change your reps and your sets around and, you know, maybe do one exercise one month and another exercise another month so that you mix and mingle. That's how your body learns and grows. Um, if you're always super tight, 
stretching may not be what you need, like we talked about, you might need to maybe build your core strength up. Is it on the same on both sides? And so listening to what your body is telling you, try, you have to try things for a little while. Um, you know, really exercise, you should do about four to six weeks before you change it to know if it's going to be effective. But if you're, if you're there and you're not seeing the changes that you want and you're not making gains, then mix it up. And that's where we can help give you different ideas. We can determine if you're, if you actually need stretching or strengthening, um, and, and how can you incorporate that into your workouts and your, and your routine, um, to help you get your flexibility back or your strength back or whatever it might be from, in, for my practice, for move better, if you come to see me, we will look and see, are you actually restricted because you're tight and your, your muscles are gripping and holding on, or are they tight because they're weak and they can't do the work that they are being expected to do. And you'll get the stretch for the one that's tight and needing to release and then using the other exercise, strengthen the other muscles so that you can use them efficiently. Um, so don't always do the same thing. If you're doing, a, it's the same thing in life. If you always do the same thing in life and you're beating your head against the door and you're not seeing a change in whatever that might be, switch it up. See if it, see if that helps make change. Those are my top 10 tips. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed processing through it. I realized this week that I've been a PT for 32 years and um, it, there are a lot of things that I've learned along the way. And uh, it, it's been a really fun ride in changing my own philosophy on how I treat um, and in seeing how that journey has changed and how uh, good, how, how I enjoy working with people and people that, you know, I've had some people this week that are really fired up to come in and, and work. And then there's some people that are like, yeah, they're not into it. And it, that's, it's all part of the journey. Right. Um, and I have to listen to you too. That's a, that's probably my biggest thing. Like if I stop and listen to what my clients are asking me for, I can be better at helping you. And that's what it's all about because we're in this together. We are a team and we're going to work together to help you feel better, move better and do all of the fun things better. Uh, don't forget when in doubt, breathe it out, take life one step at a time. And I will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Move Better with a Cheer PT. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it so more people can learn how to embrace healthy and fun movement. If you'd like to work with me on your strong and healthy fitness journey, go to www.linktree backslash Laura Turner 5. The link is in the show notes below. That's where you can find my free guides and access all social media channels as well as book an appointment for a free discovery call to discuss your goals. Thanks for being part of our cheer team. Remember, live life without deductions and with extraordinary cheer.